Are you wanting more Totally Mackinac Island podcast? Well, here's how you can get it. Be sure to follow Totally Mackinac Island podcast on Instagram. Not only do I share everything that I talk about on the podcast, but then throughout the rest of the week, I share other invaluable information that is actually going on on the island at that very moment. How that is done, up in my Instagram stories. I also like to share a bunch of pictures and videos that I have taken throughout my visit on the island. Another great way for more information about the podcast is always go to the blog. There I have all the links available for everything I have discussed. That is www.totallymackinaw.com. If you go on there, you will find everything I have ever discussed on the podcast, how you need to link up to it, and what other information you can have. As always, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys have learned so much. I love sharing all that I can with you. It has actually even helped me learn more about the island. And I always appreciate those reaching out to give me more information to share with everyone else. Now back to the show. Located on the crystal blue waters of Lake Huron lies Mackinac Island. She is tucked in between Michigan's upper and lower peninsulas. Indulge me as I share all the ins and outs of the place that stole my heart. This is totally Mackinac Island. Hello everyone and welcome to Totally Mackinac Island. I am your host, Heather. This week I'm excited to introduce you to Emily. I met Emily when I was up in Mackinac in May and I was uh, swinging in to say hello to Nicole at Little Luxuries. And she said, you know, there's somebody I think that would be so great for you to have on your show. As always, I am anxiously excited to meet new people to have on the show. And uh, so she introduced me to Emily and Emily is the manager of her store now and has been employed for the last couple seasons there. But Emily also does something else and she designs and makes jewelry. So I was fortunate enough with this busy gal schedule to get her locked down and get her to speak with us on the podcast today. So sit back and enjoy and learn everything you can about Emily and her clay based earrings and be sure to follow her on Instagram, uh, Placed by Grace Designs. And if you are on the island, the only place that you can purchase her jewelry is at Little Luxuries. Or you could go on to her um, Instagram page to purchase through there as well. All right, here we go. All right, everyone. I, today I want to welcome Emily. And um, she is a unique artist that is... Um, working right now on Mackinac, but she also has a side business. And uh, so I wanted to introduce you all to her. Um, but Emily, first, let's start with your Mackinac origin story, if you don't mind. Okay. Hello. Um, my story begins in 2019 or 2018. Um, I had just graduated high school. I started my first year of college at Central Michigan University. And um, I had a lot going on. <laughs> I was actually enrolled um, to go to pre-med, which I'll get into. But um, I was feeling burnt out after my first year. I had a lot of personal stuff going on as well. And um, freshman year is a big transition. <laughs> so um, yes, and so my summer um, 
I was just looking for something new. I needed to change things up. I needed a change of scenery. Um, so I decided, actually I didn't decide. It kind of found me actually. <laughs> I found a, I was looking for a job, just any summer job to give me something to do. And I was online and I just so happens to come across, just so happened to come across a listing for a, a job opening at the toy store on Mackinac Island actually. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, and I don't really know that it wasn't something I usually would have done, but I applied, uh-huh. <laughs> um, went for it. And the next day I got a phone call from the manager, Don, and I got the job on the phone interview. Um, I didn't know anyone on the island. Um, I had grown up visiting, of course, with my parents every year. But uh, I moved probably about a month later to okay. the island for just a summer job. And after that year, I met my current boss. And I, this is now my fifth season working. So that's yes. incredible. <laughs> that's, that's a great way to mix things up a little bit for you, for sure, yes. with that. Um, so, no more pre med or college? Um, no. Okay. Uh, I went back, I still went back to school after my first summer, um, not pre-med, but um, instead psychology and sociology. Mm -hmm. um, but yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, I admire you though for looking into pre-med. That would not be easy to do. So, um, and especially in light of COVID and going into that at that time, it yes. would have been a lot to take on. So but still. So can you tell the listener exactly what you specialize in? What business that you also, besides working on the island that you do? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a polymer clay artist, which um, I specialize in making earrings. I also make necklaces, ball hangs, um, trinket dishes, and Christmas ornaments during the holidays. Um, it's a plastic-based clay that I use and it bakes in the oven oh. and <laughs> wow I didn't realize I mean I guess that would make sense it's clay it has to bake in the mm -hmm. oven so how long does yeah. it have to does it depend on the size of how long yeah it the bake? yeah the thickness of the clay um depends on this how long it needs to bake um and this is polymer clay so it just bakes in a normal oven okay. um it's non-toxic so it takes about 30 minutes to bake um, earrings, but it's, so it's different than your normal clay that you usually think of when you hear clay. Um, it doesn't go in a kiln or anything. It just bakes in the oven. Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes more sense. <laughs> they yeah. probably would melt. They would probably melt if they went into a kiln, I would guess. Right. Oh, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cause that, that gets pretty, uh, it pretty warm there, I think, with all of that, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did you come up um, with your name, Placed by Grace Designs? Yes. So that actually goes back to school and everything. Uh -huh. um, I have always been a creative person. I joined every art class, every art club I could ever do. I was a volunteer as much as I could. I painted murals like I clay is not the only thing I do. <laughs> I do. I have a lot of um, 
hobbies. <laughs> um, painting and drawing. I've been drawing since I was really super young. Um, so I guess art has always been a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, I also love school. <laughs> so okay. um, in high school, I guess I had this mindset also due to social pressure, but I had this mindset that I couldn't have a stable career in the arts. Mm-hmm. So I studied hard and like set all of, kind of set my um, creativeness aside and just kept my head down and like studied, studied, studied. Um, and I decided I wanted to be a doctor. So I got into school and everything and that was the career path that I was taking. (laughs) And after my first year of college and just going through a lot personally, like I said, um, I needed a break and I decided to move to the (laughs) islands. I met um, Nicole Dowd who who owns Little Luxuries and also owned Artist Market at the time. And so my, the following year I visited, I, um, decided to take the job with Nicole at Artist Market and her manager had just left so there was a big opening and so I jumped in and it was honestly the best decision I've ever made because I was able to finally get back to being a creative person with displaying even with um, making making choices within the store, but meeting artists who were doing it full time and meeting makers who that's what they were like here meant to do. And that's the path they chose and they were successful at it. So, um, I, the next, the following year, I was like, you know, like maybe I need to, maybe I need to do this. Like I can do this. And so that's when I dropped out of school. Okay. <laughs> um, I came back to the island full time um, the next year, full season. And I started gradually working on a business idea of how to, how to get back to my creative roots. And so my name, Place by Grace, actually has a lot to do with my faith. Um, so I was place back on the path that was meant for me and so far it's working well so that's really incredible to hear you say that because um I I think that I'm going to give an example I was um talking to a young client that they are getting ready to go to college and I said what's so great now when I graduated which was a long time ago there was, I don't want to say that it wasn't, it was more like you immediately went to college. Like that's what you always did. And I was supposed to go to college and three weeks before I decided, I, I said, no, I'm going to go. I want to do hair. When I was talking to them, I said, cause they weren't going to go to college. And I said, I think it's so great because I don't want to ever downplay, you know, college for anyone, but there's so much more out there. And this is, this is a great point for that. Um, And that, you know, like even with, you know, social media to sell your items on there, this is incredible. This and how it all fell in place for you with like working with Nicole, having that alignment, working with all those artists, 
that's a, that's yeah. a wonderful story. I love that so much. And um, for the listener that doesn't know, Artists of Mackinac is not there anymore. That closed this last season because yeah. Nicole wanted to focus more on just little luxuries. But I I did love I did love that shop. I did. It was. So did I. It was mm -hmm. really hard to say goodbye last year. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet. And I can't imagine how hard that was for Nicole to decide that too, you know? Oh, definitely. Yes. Because mm -hmm. there was a lot. What were some of the items that were in there for the listener to know? Are that, are any of them at Little Luxuries now? Does she still have some of yeah. those? Okay. Um, We brought over probably a good handful, like 15, 20 um, makers and artists. So Little Luxuries has a little bit of um, artist market within. Yeah. Um, some of our favorite artists um, are still there. So that's right. really nice to still be able to work with them. I'm sure, I know, I love that. Um, now, I've seen that you do, am I right in saying you do some workshops at the Watercolor Cafe? I do, yes. Yep. Yes, okay, so do you have any others coming up this season? Um, I actually have one coming up this Wednesday. <laughs> um july 13th i do usually teach about once a month i don't have my august date scheduled yet um i will i will of course post it usually about three weeks um ahead of time on my on my socials so okay and what do you are each of your classes different or are they mostly um earrings what is, what is it that they're working um on? yeah so they're all similar um of course you can if you took more than one you can do something different each time but I teach how to make um, your own earrings, but I've also had people come in and make necklaces or Christmas ornaments or in case, just in case the person who's taking the class, their ears aren't pierced or, you know, they don't wear earrings or something like that. There are other options. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. I'd love to see all the different color classes that have been offered oh, at yes. watercolor. There's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I bet it is. And what a fun experience for people to go to. How long do the classes usually last when you're teaching them? Um, usually about an hour and a half. Um, it really just depends on, sometimes it's more relaxed. Like we're kind of just hanging out while we make things and it goes over. But um, it, of course, the clay has to have time to bake. So that's a good part of it. Um, there's a bit of waiting time within the class um, that you have freedom to just chat amongst yourselves, go walk around the marina um, while we wait for things to bake. <laughs> yes. Well, since we're talking about watercolor, what is your favorite drink from there and your favorite food from there? Mm. I like the Andy Warhol um, smoothie. And my favorite food is definitely the Chipotle turkey sandwich. <laughs> oh, I didn't have That's that That's my go-to. Oh, and of course, Poppy's, her strawberry poppies which are is her like homemade version of pop tarts those are my absolute favorite thing <laughs> so when There's i was up there in may um i had a whole list of girls that i work with and i was showing them and uh they of course wanted fudge but they wanted me to go down and get poppies they wanted me to get the pop tarts i had been out walking all day on saturday and I forgot they closed at four. And I was like, I didn't oh, get there cute. in time. I know, I know, because they look incredible. They do, they yeah, look they so are. great. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the food there is incredible as it is. Um, so 
Your job now is at Little Luxuries. What all do you do there? Um, so I manage Little Luxuries now, which consists of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I, um, I run the day-to-day -day things like online orders and um, working on displays. Monday, I'm doing the new window display, which is my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, when product comes in, I'm the one entering it. Um, making sure the rest of my coworkers are pricing it and the flow is going well and everything is running smoothly. And I also, um, Nicole wanted to bring over artists from the artist market. So the way we incorporate that is we do trunk shows, which is like an artist meet and greet. And I help a lot with those two coordinating like the day of displaying the artist's work up front and meeting with them and making sure that runs smoothly as well. Yeah. Um, now for your window displays, do you come up with the ideas? Do you and Nicole like brainstorm it? How does that work? So it's a collaboration. Um, so we actually, one of our, we call her our merchandising manager, um, her uh -huh. name's Karen, and she works part-time for us and she is um, her and Nicole are the brains behind the operation. Um, I just put their vision, help put their vision um, to life, bring it to life. So, yeah. That's, they're fun to watch as you guys do it. Oh, yes. It's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for the listener that doesn't know, a lot of times, Little Luxuries, Nicole will post on her Instagram stories as what the window display is yeah. so now do yep. you do you do some of the instagram posting as well too or is that just all nicole um so it's actually we have a social media manager um her uh -huh. name's Allie, and uh -huh. she works remotely for us she's up um quite often though um visiting and helping us with a lot of things so she runs it and i'm very thankful for that <laughs> of course imagine. running more social media would be a lot <laughs> to handle yeah. so Yes. Yeah, it really can be. Now, am I right? Uh, for the listener, I was there in May and this is actually how I was introduced to Emily. Your, does your sister work there as well too? Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, she does. That, <laughs> she worked for us. This is her second season um, working on the island. Oh, that has to be fun. It is. It is. We are super, super close. So it's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's like it, working with your best friend. So. Oh, which is even better. Um, now I talked to, I chatted to, um, Emily a little bit before we started this. Um, and she actually lives in Mackinac city. Um, so she's not living on the Island, so she commutes, but, um, now is your sister also commuting too? Okay. Yep. We live together. Yeah. Okay. All right. So how is that working and commuting doing that for you? How does that work? Um, sometimes it can be tiring, especially like right now in July is kind of our peak season. So commuting can be stressful at times, of course, um, with full boats and boats don't always run on time. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Nicole, of course, is so gracious. And if I'm running, you know, five, 10 minutes behind, she knows, obviously, it's not my fault. I have no control over it. Mm -hmm. um, but I do like commuting just because the convenience of having a car and um, I still have to drive about 40 minutes to the closest grocery store, but 
at least I can drive to a grocery store. Um, I did live on island my first four years. So um, I know that it is difficult. You have, there's so many things you have to take into consideration, um, even small things like getting groceries. And um, also living off island, like I was telling you before, it keeps the magic of the island alive. Mm -hmm. I get to leave the island at night and come back to it the next day with a fresh mindset. I'm not getting burnt out as much because I get to leave it all behind at night. Mm -hmm. And again, for the listener, I, I briefly lived on the Virgin Islands. And so there is a difference of vacationing and working in a place. And so like when people are, they often think when they tell me, why couldn't you stay down in the Virgin Islands? It's beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. But there's also a lot of other things that people don't take into consideration that can be sometimes difficult. And even when I lived in Chicago, I didn't have a car. So you saying those little things like that, it's the simple things like that, that are sometimes Mm -hmm. nice to have. Not that you don't love being able to experience not having vehicles on the island and the simplicity but there is something to be said that you're like, I really just want to run to target (laughs) being able to get in the car and go do that. Right. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. So that, that does make a difference. Um, so, uh, what are some of your upcoming projects that you're working on? Yeah, actually I'm super, super excited. I'm currently working on, um, the new collection for the month of July, and that is going to be Michigan Mackinac themed. So I have about five styles that are inspired by places, my favorite places on the island. And I have about 10 to 12 styles that are um, inspired by Michigan cities, Michigan um, sites, I guess I would say. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I'm really excited um, showing that. I travel a lot and I am a very proud Michigander. So I'm excited to share a little bit um, behind the scenes of my travels and show what inspired each pair of earrings. So I saw one that you were doing and it's inspired by the Mackinac Bridge. Mm, yes. Okay. Yeah. What were some of the other ones that you're inspired by for the island? Um, I'm making a pair after Arch Rock, Sunset Rock, um, the Grand Hotel, which I'm really excited about. That's my favorite pair. Um, and the Secret Garden. M185. I'm also doing a pair um, after little luxuries. So I'm, yep. Oh, and I'm doing a sailboat. Yes. Oh, great. That's good. Simple delights for home and heart. Little Luxuries of Mackinac Island is filled with home goods, unique gifts, Michigan made items, and so much more. It's a one stop gift shop you do not want to miss while visiting Mackinac Island. If you're not making the trip to Mackinac, shop online in the comfort of your home for all your favorite little luxuries at littleluxuriesofmackinac.com. Um, and then, yeah. um, then you have uh, with the other ones. Then they're just at various places that you've visited or that you have. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Different cities throughout Michigan. Oh, that's great. And um, so, how long does it take you to make the jewelry? One pair of earrings from start to finish takes about, I would say, two hours if it's a simple pair. But some of the florals that you will you can see on my um, website, 
Those take quite some time. Um, they take about five hours start to finish mm -hmm. because they're so detailed, um, which, yes. <laughs> yeah. And that's just one pair. That's not multiples. So oh, wow. it's time consuming. It for sounds sure. like it, but they're beautiful pieces. I, I cannot say enough about them. Um, now, what is the price range for those that are listening that they can know for that? Yeah, um, I studs usually start around $12, 12 to 15 mm -hmm. um, and it goes up to about $32. Yep. Normally, they're around 21 to 25 Okay. Uh, one of my coworkers was, um, she had some earrings on the one day, and I was looking at them, and I said, I need to show you, and I showed her your page and she was loving all of them <laughs> so she was um definitely going to be looking into buying some because they reminded me of your pieces they're just they were just beautiful how long have you made jewelry um i started making jewelry actually when i was 11 mm -hmm. and but it was mostly like um beaded earrings um wire earrings and i kind of just grew into this i guess yeah, I was going to um, say, where did the clay come from? Like, did you like clay earrings and decided, I'm going to make these? I did like them. Um, it was kind of also random. It was, I was just scrolling on Pinterest one day, like we all do. And I came across it and I was like, huh, like, those are super cute. Like, I bet I can make those. And here we are. Like, I just watched a lot of um, YouTube videos. I also... Um, I have joined like private classes by other clay makers, like bigger clay makers, and have learned a lot through that. Instagram has taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, they I didn't even would never have thought of doing anything like that. So you say on your website um, that there people can collaborate with you. What exactly is that process? Yeah, so collaboration can be either another um, jewelry artist and we kind of um, work together in creating a collection. Last year I worked with East Trail Salvage Co, which their business also originated on the island. And we created, so they use recycled materials to create their product. So we created a Mackinac Island collection and some of it incorporated bike chain and uh, pieces of bike tire and beach glass into the earring, um, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, if you scroll back on my Instagram, you can see it from last year. Um, but yeah, so with collaborating, it even can be like a giveaway on Instagram or something. Um, if you're another business who's interested in doing that, you can just email or DM me and we can work something out. Okay. That's good to know. So you also mentioned that it's zero waste, which mm -hmm. I love. Can you explain this to the listener for yeah. us? So I am a big outdoors person. I love, if I'm not making, I'm usually in the woods hiking. I just got back from a long hiking trip actually. Um, so of course I care about the environment and um, polymer clay is actually a plastic based clay. So I like being conscious of that and doing everything else around that to um, reduce waste. And so that a couple of the ways I do that is 
um, when I get packages in with product or with, you know, product materials, I will use that packaging to send out orders. So I'm mm -hmm. not throwing it away. So your package may not be pretty, but it's what's inside's pretty. <laughs> Absolutely. And um, also another way is when I'm done cutting out pieces out of a clay slab, when I'm done using it and I have little pieces of scrap left over, I use all my scraps then to mix new colors and I use the scraps back into new earrings. Yeah. So, so I never, ever, ever throw away clay. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that you are like that for the recycling for the environment because it is very important. I am the same way. I'm a huge advocate for recycling and for our environment. Um, now, what is something that you love to do on the island? I love so much. <laughs> um, my, my favorite things, um, I, like I just said, I love hiking. Um, a couple years ago, I decided to hike every single trail on the island and I marked each one off on the map as I did it. And so I still love visiting all my favorite trails. That's my number one thing I like doing. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite thing to do every once in a while is go to the Secret Garden, mm -hmm. um, which is just by the Grand. Um, I love flowers, so. Yes. <laughs> or reading in the chairs at Mission Point is also my favorite. Yes. Uh, do you have a favorite trail that you've hiked? Yes, Tranquil Bluff is by far my favorite. It's a beautiful, that's a beautiful one, yeah. Um, now, with some of the hiking up in there, um, that I feel that they're marked very well and the maps mm -hmm. do a great job. Uh, are they, do you feel like the um, trees, like how is it, can it be somewhat a little treacherous? Is it pretty, how, how do you mm -hmm. feel it is for doing all of that? They're usually pretty, they're really well-groomed trails. Um, even if you're a beginner hiker, they're easy to hike. Tranquil Bluff, there's a few places you have to climb a little, um, some big steps. You have to watch your footing and stuff, but it's still pretty, pretty doable for anyone. I walked all along Trillium Road. Yes. 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 I did Trillium in may and i was gonna go off on tranquil but as i have mentioned on this podcast several times i have horrible ankles and i'm extremely clumsy and so as much as i would love to go do that that is i just just know i'm not, some it yeah. wouldn't take much it would just take a little thing but it looks beautiful i would love to do some of those trails they just mm -hmm. look incredible i feel like they've marked them extremely oh, well yes yeah definitely there were, when I did the whole map, there were only two trails that I, out of all the, all of them, <laughs> there were only two trails I had to really look for. Mm -hmm. Most of them were really well marked and easy to follow. Did you like to get up and go in the morning and, uh, or did you like to go in the afternoon? Did you have a preference? Um, I'm actually not a morning person. Okay. I would work in the day and then I would change my clothes after work and then head out and then usually catch the sunset. Mm -hmm. So which is funny. I'm the opposite. I'm a sunrise person. So <laughs> it's funny which way you can go with that. Uh, yeah. But there's, there's so much, uh, it was really fun to go up in there and I had never kind of hiked in more pretty much falling along Trillium right there. Um, just to see more of the inner part of the Island like that. Cause there's, I yes. mean, 
Yeah, so that's one thing see. I always. That's one thing I always tell visitors. There's so much more than downtown. Of course, I want you to shop downtown at my store, but there is so much more the island has to offer. You just have to get past Main Street mm-hmm. and get past the hustle and bustle. I know a lot of people come to the island and they're amazed at how busy it is. But if you get past Main Street, you're alone in the woods. Yes. <laughs> and you get to really experience the island in a different way. Yeah, and I also like too that there's benches around a lot mm-hmm. too and various yeah. like picnic areas so people can pack their lunches or even mm-hmm. just sitting and and looking out, overlooking everything. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. I know it's it's a beautiful place to explore with that. So for a first time uh, visitor, is there something you could recommend for them? Like, would you tell them explore the middle part of the island? I do. I always do. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're not into hiking or they're not, it's not something they want to do. I always suggest taking a carriage tour. If you've never been, and it's a must. You need to do it because you get to hear the history of the island. The carriage tour stops three separate times um, at Surrey Hill, our track in the fort. So then even if you take a carriage tour, you're also able to get off at those stops. So if you take a carriage tour, you'd go to our track. You can get off there and even hike from there and walk back downtown. Um, so that's my number one thing I would suggest doing. Um and like biking around the island, I think that's a must when you are a first-time visitor. And yeah, yeah. Do you have a favorite season? Hmm. On the island, I think my favorite season is fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I it's beautiful. Yeah, things start slowing down, so you're able to just take a breath and. Um, Also, I really enjoy talking with customers and sometimes when it gets super busy in the summer, you just don't have, you don't have as much time as you'd like. So you're kind of just rushed through conversations and stuff. And so in the fall, you're able to um, really take your time and hear people's stories and everything, which is always really interesting. Yeah. You guys are in peak, peak season right now. Yes, this week is our usually our busiest week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, how has it been? Has it been pretty much the same as you remember from past years or has this year even gotten busier, do you feel? Um, last year, we kind of had a huge boom in tourism, I think. Um, mm-hmm. After 2020, everyone is kind of like wanting to travel more to get out and now that it's safer to do so. Um, This year, I think it slowed down a little from last year, the craziness, but for sure it's still busy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot um, because I was there last year at this time. So I was there that Tuesday, this July 6th, when it was, I've never seen it that way ever in my life. Usually, they say that the fifth and sixth are of July are the busiest days on the islands. It was insane. <laughs> I mean, I literally and and the thing was is that I even like escaped away from downtown and it was still so busy. Yeah. So, um, but I've also been seeing um, there's 
uh, more boats, like cruise boats coming in. Is there more this year than what yes. there ever has been? Um, I think they added one more. I could be wrong, but um, I thought I so heard somebody they, saying that too. Yeah, I think there's four total now. Mm -hmm. um, and they come, I think, two or three times a week, the different ones. And it that isn't that doesn't make um, downtown too busy. They shuttle people over in like groups of 20 to 30. Um, so it's just like a little group of people <laughs> shopping okay. and not just everyone at once mm -hmm. off the boat. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and for those that are one thing that I do say on here a lot, and I'm sure you working there and having to get from place to place um, is to pay attention to the downtown surroundings because Yes. When it is so busy, don't you feel that that can sometimes be? It's, yeah, sometimes it's a it's a huge safety concern. Um, sidewalks are for walking. Don't walk mm -hmm. in the road, even though there's not cars. Bikes are our cars. And horses always have the right of way. Um, mm -hmm. They can't stop on a dime. So you need to be aware of your surroundings at all times. Yep. Yep, that is the most important thing. And the same can be said, I think, even biking around the island. Uh, mm -hmm. I always emphasize if you have a large group, don't take up the entire road. Yes, it's a two-way road. <laughs> it's a two-way road, even if it's not busy. And if you go to stop and look at something, get all the way over. Just as mm -hmm. simple. And I get it. You get, you're excited. You want to see everything, yeah. but um, it's just, yeah, there's there. It can be, especially now it's so busy right now. And, um, yeah. uh, but then do you, do you see like once Labor Day hits, do you feel like, okay, it quiets, you start to see it. I would say quiet yeah. down, but it gets less. <laughs> it starts slowing down really at the end of August for like about a week or two. And then Labor Day, it's busy, busy, busy. And right after Labor Day, then it really starts slowing down and it's really nice. <laughs> yes. That is the one thing that a lot of people have said they really like September. They really like yeah. it. Not that they're not grateful again for all the tourists and they love it and stuff, but. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't have a job if it wasn't busy. No. Um, so we're always thankful for tourists and business. Um, yes. I mean, we all are seasonal workers, so we yeah. depend on tourism. Yeah. to make a thing so yeah but it is it is you know it can still be it's sometimes like oh this is just a little bit of a of i can catch my breath um do you have um a favorite place you like to eat on the island oh yes i'm a big foodie so uh -huh. okay um my favorite is ice house barbecue which is behind island house yes um i also love mary's bistro my favorite coffee place is Lucky Bean, and then my favorite lunch place is Chuck Wagon. Oh, wonderful suggestions because I don't feel like. So, what do you like at the um, Ice House Barbecue? Um, I kind of change it up each time. Actually, I don't really have a go-to order. Um, all I their bur their smokehouse burger, with it has like a has an egg on it. Actually, egg and bacon, uh -huh. and it sounds weird, but it's so good. <laughs> and um, yeah, I kind of just changed it up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not really the, picky. I like all food. Well, that's great. Um, and the chuck wagon is kind of a staple of that island. So yeah, yeah. Um, if you can go there, it's you'll see lines outside of that place um, yeah. for different things. Do you have a favorite <laughs> item there? Or do you mix it up as mm -hmm. well, too? 
Uh, I do have a go-to order there. I always get the rattlesnake burger at lunchtime, but their breakfast is my favorite, actually. And I get the mackinac burrito or the triple berry cheesecake French toast. Wow. Yeah. Which is so good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, what about fudge? Do you have a favorite fudge? Um, I don't eat fudge often, as uh-huh. most locals um, don't, but... I, uh, excuse me. If Sorry. I buy fudge, I usually go to Joanne's. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Me too. That's my favorite. Um, and any ice cream? Any favorite ice cream? I'm actually not a big ice cream fan. <laughs> I have a dairy allergy, so it's always, you know, <laughs> I have to watch how much ice cream I consume. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of difficult if you had that. I know. So, so do you and your sister hang out sometimes after work on the island? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, sometimes, um, we, we like camping a lot and traveling. So often we are off islands going Mm -hmm. places, but yes, we do. Um, my best friend actually, she lives and works on the island too. So the three of us get together after work sometimes on the island, which is fun. Yes. That's so great. Well, I, Emily, I can't thank you enough, um, for sharing everything with the listener today and, for explaining how your process works to make your gorgeous jewelry. Um, I didn't realize that some of those pieces took so long, but it does make sense because it's very intricate. So um, I, of course, am going to share your Instagram page. All the information will be in the show notes so the listener can have that. And it'll be in my blog notes as well, too, uh, for them to have and can make connections with that. No, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. How great is Emily, you guys? She's just the sweetest. In fact, I just ordered one of her clay pieces. It's actually a hanging wall art piece, and it says you belong among the wildflowers, which is one of my favorite Tom Petty songs, so of course I had to get it. My office slash workout room is going to turn into a complete Mackinac shrine to all the incredible artists that I've had on this um, podcast. So be sure to check out the link that I place in the show notes. Also with the blog entry that I have about Emily and all of her fantastic pieces. And that concludes this week's episode. I look forward to talking to you next week about our favorite place, Mackinac Island. 